Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. You know what they say, Chris? Dreams really do come true. Yeah, they do. They sure do. <laughs> we are um, we we are post the bowl season, uh, and one of the best highlights of bowl season. There's a lot that's happened in the last fucking week. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like that feels that feels like a month ago. That was literally last week. Last week last we were recording. Yep. We we're recording this. Yep. Uh, but. <laughs> the the pop tart that took it over was the last world. year it, it yes technically last year <laughs> uh happy 2024 everyone happy new year um but uh we we the pop tart uh bowl went off and it was incredible uh not necessarily the game the game was the game was good too but it really came down to the fact that the 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 pop tart mascot <laughs> was in fact eaten uh it wasn't how we expected it uh, in fact, we I was really thinking the mascot was going to be edible. That was not the case, and I felt like they were cowards for not making it that the case. But there's got to be food safety concerns for that. <laughs> probably, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I I totally get your point. Um, but uh, what they did do instead is that they lowered the pop tart into the toaster while he held a sign saying "Dreams do come true" because his whole life's goal was to be eaten. And then the Kansas State uh, Wildcats decided, to, or not decided, they were uh, basically gifted the Pop-Tart mascot uh, as as food, as a reward for winning the game. And it was gruesome, to say the least. <laughs> um, so the, the Pop-Tart Bowl was a big highlight of, of things. And it was going to be the highlight, I think, of the bowl season in general, um, knowing how absurd it was going to be. And because of that, when me and Matt... Uh, decided to do our bowl or predictions. One of the things I was trying to be like, hey, like we could, tr- let, we, maybe we should do a weird food thing again, like we did last year with Pilk. And I, this, it, it was at first a little hesitation. Uh, from but, entirely from me. Yes. <laughs> but uh, we decided on the Pop Tart sandwich, which is an entirely invented thing from my mind. Uh, which was which could be whatever you want it to be ultimately, but the idea would be two pop tarts as bread, and the middle would be meat, and the loser of the bowl picks would have to do it. Um, and that unfortunately was Matt. Uh, he we it was close. In fact, he was leading like as of like Friday morning, and then uh-huh. I think I just went on a run. But um. Thanks, New Year Six games. Yeah, the yeah the SEC kind of screwed you. <laughs> like the SEC, as they do everybody. Yeah, yeah. The Big Ten, the Big Ten. I mean, the Big Ten get the last laugh, luckily. But yep. uh, the Big Ten and the SEC faced each other a lot. And since I know you're a Big Ten homer, yeah, uh, you, you picked a lot of the Big Ten teams. Wisconsin and Iowa. Yeah. I should have. Why did I pick Iowa of all teams? <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> but uh, regardless, <laughs> um, Matt's going to do gonna eat a, a pop tart sandwich. Uh, and because he did it for me last year, and I and since I kind of for, forced this on him, I too am also going to eat a pop tart sandwich myself. But Matt, I, I want you to do the hours of going first. What is your pop tart pop tart sandwich? That's going to be hard for me to. My pop tart sandwich is uh, two strawberry frosted pop tarts, the same the same one as the mascot. Yes. Yeah. Um, with uh, with two slices of ham. Okay. Uh, 
Matt, I, I want you to do the, do the starting honors of. of I mean, I, well, I, I guess I can take a bite too. But I want, I yeah. want, I, I want, I, I definitely want your reaction first. Mine is blueberry pop tarts, frosted blueberry pop tarts, two turkey slices in the All middle. Right. <laughs> well, let's just see how it goes. Bet three, go. two, two, one, go. Like it's not good. <laughs> But the ratio I have is definitely like because it's like so much pop tart. Yeah, you barely taste the ham. I, I I'm gonna say it, Matt. I like it. I think it's good. <laughs> my, at least my combination. The blueberry, yeah. the blueberry to turkey. It reminds me so much of like if you were to have like it. It reminds me so much of of when you like marinate like like ham or turkey or whatever. And, and like there, sometimes there is like a fruity element sometimes to that marinade. Like it reminds me of that almost. It's yeah. not. It's not. It's not amazing. I would not have no. this on a frequent basis. But you know what? All things considered, I think it was. I I'm okay with this. <laughs> and Matt Matt seems to not be having as good of a time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like like it wasn't as like it's one of those things where it wasn't as. Kind of with the pilk, where it wasn't as bad as you would necessarily expect. Right. So it wasn't like, a, oh, this is a legendary reaction, you know? Right, right. No, that's okay. That's yeah. fair. I feel like legendary would, we, we would since this is a podcast audio format, it, if we, it was a legendary reaction, we would miss out on a lot of it. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm going to probably, I don't know if I'll finish it as the sandwich, but it's not bad. It, it it could have been worse. Um, I and I hopefully we won't have the effects of of this like we had with the pilk last time because uh-huh. I remember having the pilk and then my stomach completely regretting it yeah. later. <laughs> you had the you had the pilk sweats. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what. It, that, I, yeah, I, I I I don't know how else to describe it. And I think that's the right way to go about it. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, I am feeding the rest of the ham to Remy. Good, good. That <laughs> goes to a good place. I yeah. I I'm I'm. You know what? Uh, real quick, I'm gonna take a second bite of it. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll eat the rest of the poppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you a lucky doggy today? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Lucky doggy. But it's it's you definitely like feel more pop more pop tart than meat. Yes, yes. But Ugh. I think the turkey because turkey is also not a super flavorful meat. It has flavor, a good flavor in my opinion. But it's I think it blends well with the blueberry, so it's not yeah. it's not bad texture wise. It's it, it it leaves a lot to be desired though. I think the texture uh-huh. is maybe the thing I'm not loving is. The hardness of the pop tart, and then like the softness of the uh, meat itself. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put this aside for now. Um, uh, and we'll, we'll move on with the podcast today. Um, yeah, that was. The, but that. But you know what? Overall, not bad. I would not recommend it though. For if if, 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 if well, it's it's not gonna kill you if you want to try it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's that. fine. Yeah. Um. Anyways, well, we did it. 
we got through it. Another bowl season in the Bucks, and congratulations to Michigan and Washington for moving on to the national championship. Fuck Alabama. Go Michigan. Yeah. Go blue. It's, good stuff. Bum, 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 bum. That yeah. will take my Illinois card away, so don't tell anyone. That's fine. You're, you're, you, you've <laughs> always been, uh, Michigan has been at least a, not a number two necessarily, but has has been up there for you in terms of like, hey, these are a Big Ten team I can stand uh, compared mm-hmm. to others. Um, so I, I, I totally respect it and understand. Um, I, I, uh, but no, yeah, college, college football, uh, wrapped up its bowl season. So that's in the books. And legitimately um, but... the, the CFP games, um, were some of the best ever. Oh, Both yeah. of them were one score games, especially Michigan and Alabama's going to overtime. It was very stressful the entire time. Yeah. Thanks to, uh, Michigan special teams. Yeah. I mean, last year was fun too. I mean, it had yeah. their, their two, 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 two matches that went down to the wire as well. So they, they, they finally, they they finally got things working for that two uh the the semifinal the CFP semifinal so what they're going to do now is blow it all up and start a whole new playoff system next year. Yay. Yep. <laughs> Thanks ESPN and your money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let us go ahead and talk about the NFL though. Uh today we're going to mainly focus on on NFL stuff because uh, we have a lot to talk about and uh VBBFL, uh, especially with this segment taking up uh, most of the beginning of the podcast here, we're gonna we're gonna save VBBFL for maybe uh, either next episode or the following episodes for our next team because we there's gonna be a lot going on in the next few weeks because Matt it is the final week of the regular season. It is yeah the uh is our last look at at least eighteen teams in this league. Um, they'll be going away forever, and what will be left is 14 teams, uh, that will be competing in the postseason. Forever is really funny, by the way. <laughs> uh, for, uh, yeah, well, the, these versions of these teams will be gone forever. True. Uh, uh because, uh, most teams, most of the teams get, uh, do have a turnover. Um, but yeah, so then, and then another 14 teams are gonna be moving on to the postseason. What we don't know is which, uh, w- what the 14 team field is going to look like overall uh there's quite a few teams that did earn playoff berths in the uh in the weekend that was uh and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that but there's a lot of teams that are still competing and still alive and of course we'll talk about that uh we'll have our picks for week 18 which will be our final week of picks for the regular season and uh we'll have our regular season champion picks champion determined it is trending in one direction. I've already raved the white flag, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see how many disagreements we have in week eighteen. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I, well, I don't know if I was making a concerted effort, but we'll see. Uh, but before we get to any all, all that, <laughs> we have to recap week seventeen uh, and talk about some of the bigger games that came out of last weekend. Started with the game of the week, which there's there's a handful of, of decent games. I feel like the one that everyone is talking about, the one that I think is the ha, is the one that uh, has a lot of people, uh, a lot, lot of people in, like just interested about what happened there was the Lions at the Cowboys. Yep. Um, which was a great game overall, a pretty decent game. Uh, it was a close game throughout, uh, and it came down to the wire. And you know what happens when games come down to the wire? 
either something spectacular happens or the refs fuck up. And that's what we ended up talking about. Well, guess what? It was louder. Um, <sighs> and uh, this time it was a new it was a new one where uh, there was basically a disagreement from the Lions and the referees or the referees wasn't weren't paying attention or whatever it was. And Lions had uh, called for uh, a, a person to be eligible. And that individual, Taylor Decker, uh, caught the touchdown to supposedly take the lead on the Cowboys, and uh, that was called back for illegal touching, uh, which basically, uh, otherwise meaning that the that that Taylor Decker was not eligible, but there is there has been footage it was the, since uh, then. Two point, it was two point conversion or two point conversion. Sorry, yeah, but but still, yeah, no. So it was a two point conversion, and before the play, it it sure seems like Taylor Decker went up to the referee and said, "Hey." I'm eligible. It looked like there was even like three players that went up to him. There was another one right next to him. And then number 70, who the ref said reported was like 10 yards away. Right. Not even close. Yeah. (laughs) I, I think that there was a assumption made by the referee's part that number 70, Mm -hmm. who is Dan Skipper, who typically ends up going to the game is the one that says, Hey, I'm eligible. I think there was an assumption made by the ref that, hey, that thing, that, that sequence was going to happen again, and he just declared 70 eligible without thinking that Decker walked up to him and said, hey, I'm the one that's going to be eligible on this play. Yep. Uh, which sucks the, uh, a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you can say a lot about, um, oh, Dan Campbell should have just kicked the extra point after that. I don't, I. Yeah, whatever. He shouldn't have had to because the refs, like, other than just like this, wasn't missing a call, which happens all the time. Like, it's not. It's not even like the missing the pass interference call Saints Rams uh, NFC Championship. They just got it wrong. They 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 just had the wrong number, the wrong guy, and then at post game tried to deflect blame. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. And, and it's it's certainly and we're we're recording this on Wednesday. It, it certainly feels like there is not any sort of accountability going to be had on this because he uh, he the... according to Schefter he won't his squad isn't going to do anything in the postseason. Okay, yeah, I mean, so so that all right, that's I guess that's yeah. probably <laughs> enough. I mean, that that's a lot yeah. of uh, crews anyway. That's like half the half the crews that work in this during the regular season. Yeah. usually don't work in the playoffs so that's probably an easy decision on the league's part um mm-hmm. but they are working this week they're working the Ravens Steelers games which has playoff implications and apparently this is not the first time that uh the referees have been uh been called out for rough uh calls and they, they believe they mm-hmm. worked the Chiefs Packers game a couple weeks back which had some controversy around it as well look yep. I, I I'm just gonna continue to say what I always say with these circumstances you have to outplay the refs and uh, I, I feel bad for the Lions. I think that they should. It's, it is a bullshit call. It sucks. Uh, or lack thereof, or at least not acknowledging the fact that Decker was reporting it as eligible. Absolutely mm-hmm. sucks. Uh, Jared Goff should have thrown, thrown a better ball at the end. At, 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 <laughs> also for that. that. For that, for that yeah. final uh, two point conversion. I, that's, I mean, like, I, hate, I hate to be like that. I know that that's not going to make people have, uh, like, Lions fans happy about that. Tr- trust me. I was rooting for you. I would have loved to see the Lions have a shot at the two seed, and now it's going to take a lot of help to get to that point. But at the same time, this is this is just the kind of the NFL that we live in, where referees are going to get calls 
wrong as they as they frequently do and uh it, it, you just have to outplay them even even if it, in the circumstances like this they're just uh, that it, you feel like there's what else could you have done I, I i get it it's it's frustrating uh but it's 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 the way the nfl works until they hire robots as as referees mm-hmm. uh which even that probably will <laughs> pose a lot of issues as well um but regardless cowboys now put themselves in a the position uh to clinch the nfc east uh and that has been done uh, and, and we'll, we'll talk more about why that's the case in a couple games here but uh let's talk about the blowout of the week <clears throat> dolphins and ravens which let's go ravens which like <laughs> I, who would have expected this yep. but uh i mean look the dolphins say what you will about them they they've had a they had a fun opening to their season and overall they've been a decent team had a great offense have a lot of great players on it but every single time they've gone into these big games and maybe with the exception of their their bills game uh where i believe the dolphins won that game handling yeah. um the first time around uh they they've they've not taken they, they've not lived up to expectations in those games and this is the biggest example yet of that uh where the ravens dropped a 50 burger on a dolphins defense that has been playing pretty decently this year with big fangio leading the way and uh Ravens just had a great game. Lamar Jackson seems like he has solidified his case for MVP, considering uh, his uh, perfect passer rating in this game as well. Uh, It's so funny because, like, the MVP thing has been passing, like, game to game. Like, as soon as the MVP is defeated, it passes a lot. Like, it went from Dak to Hurts to Purdy to (laughs) Jackson when each one got defeated. Yeah. Um, And then it's like, oh, two is going to defeat the Ravens and now take it. But nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope, Lamar. <laughs> I'm not onto it. I think Which... Lamar is is locked onto it, and I yeah. don't know if there's going to be a uh like a, he. I don't think he's even playing this week. So unless someone has a monster game, I I don't know if he I, there. There might be votes other ways, but I I think he might have locked it up. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, the I had another note on top of that. Oh. Um, it and like Lamar winning MVP would put this uh the the preseason into like a completely different context with how many teams could have gone after them. I think of the Panthers and the Falcons in particular, yeah, who could have just traded for Lamar, but right. didn't, and how much how better of a team they would have been as a result. Um, and now look, he's he's with the Ravens, he's winning MVP. You know, there's still the oh Lamar chokes in the postseason, but we haven't seen a lot of people choke in the postseason, so we haven't seen him like right. really. Uh, uh, we like he still has a has a chance, right? I mean, there, there's a lot of all time great quarterbacks who don't have great postseason luck, uh, and that happens sometimes. He's ha- he's having an incredible year, and I think it's showing <laughs> down the stretch here. Um, against good defenses, like again, like I, Dol- Dolphins, like Dolphins have had hit or miss do- as a defense, but generally have pretty good players on it and have played well. Uh, but they, I, we can't speak enough about how he handled the 49ers last the week before that. Um, a team that I feel like everyone was just like, oh, the 49ers are inevitable, and oh maybe not uh mm-hmm. and now it just it feels right now if you had to look at 
the the scope of the league and like where we're going into the postseason. And this is kind of where the Ravens were at too a couple of years ago. And like you said, Matt, like they they were upset by the tie-ins that year. But this it's feeling like the Ravens are the favorite going into yeah. the postseason uh, to win this whole thing. Which um, I am I am so fucking excited about. Like it's not a new team winning, like yeah. a new team having success. But I love this particular Ravens team a lot. Yeah, a lot of fun players so, on it. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll see. And and, and it's going to be an interesting postseason. We have uh, the Chiefs locked into a three seed. So they, barring the two teams in front of them uh, losing uh, before they do, uh, it, it looks like they might have to play a road team for the first time. In the... Oh, oh no. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's... that's Hey, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Gonna be it's a much more interesting postseason for the AFC than your recent times. Um, yeah. Now let's go back to the NFC for chaos because, uh, and specifically the NFC East because, as we mentioned, Cowboys are now in position to win the NFC East. And how did that happen? Well, the Arizona Cardinals happened. I, I knew it. I knew it, Chris. You called me crazy at the midseason. What? 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 Oh, because <laughs> I said Dallas would win the division. Oh yeah, well because it was it, it because it was cra- it felt crazy at the time because it was the Eagles were still doing very well and they were still at I, I know <laughs> I believe they were like ten and one or nine and one they were they were in a very oh yeah good position. they totally were that was before their losing streak right yeah but now we gotta talk about the Eagles a team that has gone one and four in the last five games. And a Cardinals team that they had put away, by the way, like this was this mm-hmm. game felt out of reach, and then all of a sudden the defense just shut down. It was something that we have not talked about on this podcast. Matt, Bat- Matt Patricia is the lead is right now the defensive coordinator of the Eagles. Oh no, he, he that was after they decided to demote Sean uh, Dor- Dorsey. Desai. 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 Sean Desai, uh, he who Sean has... Desai was technically still the DC, but Matt Patricia was the play caller. Right. So he, so yeah. Sean Desai was the play caller for most of the season, and then I think they had one loss too many where they were like, "All right, we're switching this out. We're bringing Matt Patricia." They haven't really been good since. Belichick coaching tree stays winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Like. <laughs> like, but like now, and especially when you now look at Matt Patricia as a coach, you think about his Lions tenure. You think like like you th- how you look at his years with the Patriots. Patriots, you're like, that was probably Bill Belichick. That was probably Bill Belichick yep. being the defensive mind that he was coaching. And as we see with this this year's Patriots team, they're not an amazing defense. This Patriots team, but they're good enough where they're still making it hard for some offenses on a week-to-week mm-hmm. basis, despite the team just being bad all around. So, man, I... But going back to the Eagles, I... It, it would... The initial thought of this team being one and done in this postseason would have been shocking at the midseason point. It is... Now it almost feels expected. It could, mm-hmm. With how poorly both sides of the ball are playing. Right? We're focusing on the defense, which... Despite all their amazing players, despite how well Howie Roseman has drafted this team, he for some reason this defense is just not performing at the level that you would expect all these players to be playing. And then on the offensive side, 
just there's just these frustrations, these inconsistencies, like just things are not working. And that's Nick Sirianni's bag. Like that's why he yep. was hired there was to be an offensive guy. And that's not working out either. And there is even to have your to have your defense be exploited the way it was by your former DC as well. Right, exactly. Like <laughs> and, and like you could you could maybe just say you could chalk it up to oh well Jonathan Gannon just knows the Eagles. Right, but if this was a game that was lost in isolation, I'd listen to that more. Yep. But this is a one in four situation. You have, yeah. you are in a you have been bad. Philly's in, in trouble through, through December, and now you're going up against the Giants, and they, really your only win has been against the Giants. You're going up against the Giants a second time, and you probably could take care of business against them. But I I don't know. It's 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 reached a point where you just don't know. When it comes to the the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's that's a shame for them. Yep. Uh, after uh, what was a really great last year Super Bowl and a great start to this year, feeling like they're just they did not lose any momentum, and then all of a sudden things have changed uh, for the worse. It seems. Um, so there you go. That is our three uh, prong of the. Uh, my cat's walking over to have the sandwich. I'm going to just bring that <laughs> over to being in front of me right now. Um, anyways, that that is the end of our week 17 recap. Let's jump right into our week 18 scenarios because there is a lot of playoff scenarios, a lot of things that can happen. Can I do playoffs? You you absolutely could do the playoff scenarios. I also have the matchups, potential playoff matchups written down as well. So go ahead and. Uh, if you have it in front of you, read the playoff scenarios. All right. We got a lot. Okay. Already clinched. Uh, we'll be in the playoffs. San Francisco will be the number one seed. Dallas and Detroit and Philadelphia will be in the playoffs no matter what. Um, as for clinching scenarios, Dallas can clinch the NFC East if they win. Philadelphia can clinch the NFC East if they win and Dallas loses. So Dallas controls their destiny. Tampa Bay can win the NFC South if they win. Um, New Orleans and Atlanta can also both clinch the NFC South if they win and Tampa Bay loses. So we still have three teams alive for the NFC South title since yeah. Tampa Bay could not get it together last week. Um, wow. New Orleans can also still clinch a playoff berth if they win and Green Bay and Seattle both lose, which is fascinating. Uh, Green Bay can also get into the playoffs if they win. If Green Bay wins, they are in. Um, also, if a bunch of other teams lose, they will also be in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Seattle can get into the playoffs if they win and Green Bay loses. Uh, Minnesota can still get in, but Seattle, Green Bay, and then either Tampa Bay or New Orleans all have to lose. So still a lot that we could uh, that we could see for the NFC. What yeah. are some matchups? Yeah, I was gonna say that the the, the matchups are interesting. Let's. I, I'm gonna work my way from five at four and then work my way through because the seven at twos are the ones that are just everything and anything all at once. Uh, uh, which I know that's not the movie title, but whatever. Um, but like the the seven at twos, there's so much going on. So we'll we'll come to that in a second. But five at four yeah. is pretty straightforward. You have the NFC East runner-up versus the NFC South champion. That's it. There's nothing. There's really nothing more interesting there. Um, so if Tampa Bay wins and Dallas wins, it's going to be Eagles at Buccaneers. That's that's your matchup. 
Uh, that's and, the Eagles' best chance, I think. Right, and 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 then you have Eagles. You, well, you, I don't know. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, I I think the Eagles have the Eagles are in really good shape right now. If they if even if they if they bottom out here, they are facing an NFC South team pretty much regardless. Yeah. Um, if they do win and the Cowboys lose to Washington, then they then they would have to face a seventh seed, and that seventh seed could be um, either NFC South or the Packers. Packers will so then so there's a few there's a few scenarios there. So okay. Oh, but, can the Packers be six? Packers can be six. Um. So even over the even over if the Rams lose. Yeah. So so I'll okay. I'll, I'll go over that in just a second. Yeah, but but yes. Yeah, so no, no 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 no. You're <laughs> totally fine. We're jumping around, but we'll we'll get to it. So yeah. So so Eagles can face the Buccaneers, Falcons, Saints, and the Cowboys can face Buccaneers, Falcons, Saints. Really, the scenario for the Falcons and Saints here is that they're going to be big Panthers fans, and then they just have to win against each other. And, and that's that's just scenario. By the way, not counting for ties. Cause fuck that. That's a lot of science. That's a lot of math. Yep. <laughs> As we acknowledged, fun math. Uh, ties are fun, but uh, it's it's it can be it it can be difficult. Uh, all right. So then the six at three. There's only four t- possible matchups. Not not counting ties. Four possible matchups. No. For this no. uh six at three, Rams at Lions. That feels like it could be the scenario. All that that's needs to happen. That feels like a collision course. Uh, the <laughs> only, this basically the what needs to happen is that the Rams or the Bears need to win, and the Cowboys or the Vikings need to win. I uh, the that if one of those two, if if one of the Rams or Bears winning and one of the Cowboys and Vikings winning, if both of those things happen, that means that we get the Rams at Lions. There's nothing in in not necessarily the most unrealistic scenario. Um but there is a Packers at Lions scenario here where if Packers win, 49ers win, then that if both of those things happen, then you get Packers at Lions at 6 and 3. Um if somehow the Lions get themselves into the two seed scenario, then the Cowboys would fall to number 3. There's no way the Eagles could be a 3 seed. You do have Rams at Cowboys and Packers at Cowboys as potential scenarios at 6 and 3 as well. Um, then you have seven at two, which there are five potential opponents that the NFC East winner can have Packers, (laughs) Rams, Seahawks, Saints, and Vikings. All of them can be a seven seed. Uh, I could go through the scenarios, but there's a lot there, but essentially the, the big game of this week for the NFC is Bears at Packers, which is of fun. Of course it is, because of course it is. It's it, yeah, it's, <laughs> which is fun because the Bears are playing playing at, at their best level uh, they, they, as they have been, and then the Packers, of <laughs> course, it's going to just be interesting to watch how they handle it because the Packers winning basically locks them into the postseason. Uh, whether that be as a seventh seed or sixth seed, we'll see. But the Packers winning gets them into the postseason. If not, then all eyes are on the Seahawks. If the Seahawks win, that gets them into the seventh seed. If the Seahawks don't win, then that opens the door for the Saints or Vikings. Uh, if the Saints have Tampa, if Tampa wins and the Saints win, meaning Tampa wins the NFC South and then the Saints beat the Falcons, there's a scenario then that they would then be the seventh seed. And then the Vikings, as you mentioned, the Vikings need the Cardinals to win, the Bears to win. They need both, they need either the Falcons or the Panthers to win 
Yeah. And then the Vikings, and the Vikings, of course, would need to win themselves against the Lions. That would get them into the seventh seed as well. Um, and then, as I mentioned, the Lions as a two seed scenario. Uh, there is no way that the Lions and Vikings could play each other in the postseason, unless I, I maybe maybe Tyson scenarios might have that. But um, basically, Lions need to win that game to get to the two seed, and by winning that game that knocks the Vikings out of the postseason altogether. Um, so then the potential opponents for the Lions at the two at the two seed would be Packers, Rams, Seahawks, and Saints. But that's that's the seventh seed. It's 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 a lot of there's basically a line. The Packers are leading the line for the seventh seed. If they lose, then it goes to the Seahawks. If they lose it goes to the Saints. And if they lose it goes to the Vikings and then and then if the Vikings lose or just a, a scenario happens where like the Atlanta uh, or the Tampa, if Tampa Bay ends up winning uh, and uh, Atlanta wins or whatever the the hell the scenario is, then uh, the Vikings would be knocked out. The Packers would be the ones that would get in instead. So Packers would be the Packers can get in even with a loss. Yeah, but there it would they would require a lot of help at that point. Yeah. Um So that's that. Matt, what about the AFC scenarios? AFC scenarios clinching. We have a lot of clinching, clenching, a lot of clenching, a lot of clenching. Uh, Baltimore uh, is the number one seed. They are. They have uh, clinched it. Cleveland has also clinched the playoffs. Baltimore also uh, AFC North champions. Cleveland has pretty much. I don't think there's any scenario where Cleveland is anything other than the five seed. So I'll say Correct. that Cleveland has clinched the five seed. Correct. Um, Miami is in the playoffs no matter what. Kansas City in the playoffs, no matter what. Locked into uh, the and the AFC seed, by West the Champions. What? The Chiefs are locked into the three seed, by the way. Yes, Chiefs locked into the three seed. No way to move in or out of that. Uh, you're gonna get to that the the Bills in a second, but it's fucking wild how it's gonna uh, play out. <laughs> yeah. Sunday night's game, Miami versus the Bills. Whichever one wins gets into the playoffs. The Bills can also get into the playoffs if 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 they manage to lose if if they don't win. Uh, and Pittsburgh and uh, Pittsburgh or Jacksonville lose, then uh, the Bills will be in the playoffs no matter what. So, like, if the Ravens beat the, the 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 if the Ravens beat the Steelers on Saturday, the Bills are in no matter what. Correct. Jacksonville can clinch the AFC s- South if they win. Uh, they can get into the playoffs if Pittsburgh, Denver, um, and as long as Houston and Indianapolis doesn't tie. They can also get in that way. Indy and Houston can both uh, clinch the AFC South if they win their game and Jacksonville loses. Um, They can also, Indy will also just straight up get into the playoffs if they win. Same with Houston. That's a a massive game. Basically, winner gets into the playoffs. And then, depending on Jacksonville, um, winning or losing determines the determines who uh who wins there yes and then pittsburgh needs a lot of help their uh biggest one is they need to win um and then either buffalo or jacksonville needs to lose uh or if jacksonville and denver both lose and indian houston doesn't tie they will get it so pittsburgh a little bit little bit of a toughest road here um But there's so many, like, I love the AFC seeding because there's so many games that, like, can affect things drastically, which well, is awesome. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, so, it, well, it, what is wild is that the NFC, the NFC has all eight games matter. All eight yeah. games matter in the NFC. 
AFC is five, but you would think at first, well, wait a minute, could it just be four? No, because Denver Las Vegas matters in it this. It does. It, it matters in and how this happens because it, it matters mainly to Jacksonville. Um, so I I, I want to start there. I'll start at the seven to two, which is not as convoluted as the NFC seven to two, but still as convoluted as a seven to two gets. Um, but it's pretty much divided by division at this point for the AFC. I don't think any ties or anything would even change that. The two C is going to the AFC East champion, no matter what. So the Bills yep. could, if they win, they go from potentially being out of the playoffs to being the fucking two seed. That's yep. insane. Uh, all things considered. So uh, Sean McDermott undefeated since it came out that he supported Al-Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that much, man. <laughs> Do not but, support Al-Qaeda. Use Al-Qaeda as a, as a motivational speech. Right, exactly. <laughs> um... But uh, yeah, the I, the Bills are a uh, the Bills are going to be a, a two seed potentially, yeah, uh, which is wild. Um, in the scenario where the Bills are the two seed, they could potentially face the Texans, Colts, Steelers, or Jaguars. As you mentioned, Matt, uh, a Jacksonville win would lock the the division away from Texans and Colts. But the winner yep. of that game would still get in. Uh, and that they would be a seven seed. So a very likely scenario is that the Bills face the winner of the Texans Colts game. Yes, if, if the Bills were to win on uh, on Sunday, so that would be Texans at Bills, Colts at Bills. Um, there is a scenario where the Bills get in as a as a division winner, and then uh they face the Steelers thanks to the Steelers winning, and then uh the Texans or Colts ended up winning the AFC South. Um, that's one mm-hmm. scenario. Uh, there's also a scenario where the Bills, the, the, the Texans or Colts end up winning the NFC South. Uh, the Bills win their division and then Denver beats Las Vegas. <laughs> and that mm-hmm. also results in a Steelers at Bills matchup at seven and two. First, I don't know what the specifics of the scenarios are, but for some reason, a Las Vegas win would help the Jaguars chances as a wild card. If the if, if Las Vegas yep. loses, Jacksonville will have to win their game against Tennessee to win their division and get into the playoffs. If not, they're out of the playoffs altogether. That's yes. essentially the scenario that we have. And in that case, if Las Vegas wins, uh, Tennessee wins, uh, Buffalo wins, and uh, Baltimore wins, which that, that would be if the Steelers end up uh, losing its uh, game against Baltimore, that's how Jack's Jaguars at Bills would happen. And a lot of the similar scenarios were if the Dolphins were the division winner here, uh, uh, the only difference... Uh, it, it, so, like, it, it would basically be, like... A Dolph- so, w- okay, here's the weird thing. The Dolphins <laughs> cannot play the Texans or Colts. Yeah, I can see that. Because the Bills would be knocked lower than a six seed, essentially, if they lose to the Dolphins. Yep. Um, except for one scenario, and we'll get to that. Uh, but so essentially this, the scenario would be that the Bills at Dolphins could be a rematch of Week 17, could happen in a scenario where Baltimore wins, Miami wins, and Jacksonville wins, or a scenario where Pittsburgh wins, Miami wins, and Tennessee wins. It, it's nothing. <laughs> uh, and then the other two scenarios for the Dolphins would be that if they face the Steelers or the Jaguars, and it's kind of a similar circumstance as, as it was uh, for uh if they were to face the Bills in that spot. Uh, and uh, th- let's go to the six at three because there's one matchup 
that feels like destiny if the Bills win. The, in fact, that's all that needs to happen. If the Bills win, it's going to be Dolphins at Chiefs as the sixth seed. Holy six shit. And three. That, that's it. If the Bills win, Dolphins at Chiefs will be the playoff matchup. Um, yeah. If that doesn't happen, and any scenario basically where the Miami is the is winner of the division, you get some combination of Texans, Colts, Steelers, or Bills facing the Chiefs at, at the right. three seed. But the Chiefs, as we said, are locked into the three seed. Um, and then five at four, similar to how the NFC is working, it is the Browns versus the winner of the AFC South. So... Jaguars win, it's Browns at Jaguars, and if Jaguars lose, the winner of the Colts-Texans game will face the Browns at the 5-4. Yep. and four. Um, And that's, bas- so that's basically the scenarios. It's, it is weird how Broncos-Raiders could change the playoff landscape, despite both of those teams being completely out of it. But there we are. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so, a lot of... Lot of convoluted interesting playoff scenarios uh i'm excited to see how we pick games today because then that will uh determine how we see the playoff picture unfolding uh which let's go ahead and get into that last week i had my best week in a while i think my best week this season nice potentially 12 and 4 was my final record very good. Uh, eight eight points to, for my score. Matt, you went nine and seven, two points to your score. So that does close the gap a bit. I still think it would it would take a lot for me to even get close to overtaking you or even tying with you. But where we stand right now, Matt, you're sitting at one fifty three, one hundred three with forty eight points. Uh, I have one, I'm one forty seven, one hundred nine, thirty five points. Uh, and last week I. I, I got my guarantee. Uh, I, I think I think the same thing happened as as has been happening with this, where I get we're 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 both getting our guarantees and we're not getting yep. our chaoses. It's it's it is as what well we that would... that that happened last week, but that's not been a a trend for me. Oh, okay. It, it, well, it, it it's been a trend for me because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I I'm right now I've had three straight guarantees and I'm. I just had my fifth straight team chaos. Uh, nice. So that's, that's, that's been a, a very much a trend. Um, I wanted to also do a quick check-in on our over under predictions because we had, Ooh, we, yes. did our, we did our win total predictions at the beginning of the year and Matt, we're in a tie. 14 <laughs> 11. Uh, and there's two games to keep an eye on or two teams. I should say one is the Jaguars. I had picked them to go under 10 wins, and you had picked them to go over 10 wins. Now, they cannot go over 10 wins. That is not possible, so unfortunately, you're not going to get that pick. Oh. Um, but I may not get it either if the Jaguars were to win their game against the Titans, uh, and therefore that would result in a tie. The big game... Which I don't get why they don't do per- decimals for all of them. It's stupid. I, I could not agree more. It is very bizarre. So both... So, Barring how that game plays out, and again, so if the if the Titans beat the Jaguars, then I would get that pick. If not, then I think it's just a tie. Then all eyes turn to Chicago, of course, because <laughs> the it, you picked over seven point five wins, 
and I picked under 7.5 wins. If the Bears were to pull the upset and do to the Packers what the Lions did to them last year, you get that that victory, uh, and I and, and I don't, and then and then ultimately if the Packers do end up being the Bears, I end up losing it, uh, or I end up winning it rather. Uh, but it so it's a tight competition at the end. And it may or may not matter depending on how the Jaguars Titans game plays out, but uh, that's that is basically the two games to keep an eye on: Jaguars Titans and Bears Packers for the win total competition that we have not talked about since the first episode. But I, mm-hmm. I I kept it in the back of my mind, wanted to check in, and it was like, oh yeah, that's that's a thing that's happening. Uh, so just throwing that out there. Uh, all right. Well, update. Yes, my plate smells really bad. <laughs> uh well yeah that's gonna happen that's uh, that's the ham the, the ham juices on the pop tart yeah after kind of marinating for almost an hour yeah i'm happy the, the turkey here is at least drier yeah and i don't necessarily love drier cold cuts but for this instance, in this specific instance yeah, yeah i'm kind of happy about that yeah um anyways matt why don't you get us started with our Week 18 picks? All right. Pittsburgh Steelers at Baltimore Ravens. Steelers need to win this to stay alive for the playoff hunt. Um, the Ravens, uh, probably resting starters since they've, you know, locked up the number one seed and have done everything everything possible uh, this season so far um, and don't need to do anything else for a couple weeks. Uh can keep their starters very well rested since they'll be the only ones in the AFC with a bye. Do you think the Steelers have a chance against mostly Ravens backups? I think they do. I I think I think that the Steelers have shown in the last few weeks that they that Mason Rudolph seems to be an answer for them. Uh he's been playing very well this year. Mm-hmm. Um I we'll see if the Ravens sitting the Ravens starters will it will definitely impact how the Ravens defense plays. I could still see a Ravens team with a bunch of backups still beating the Steelers team. I think that could happen, but I'm going to go with the Steelers here. I feel like the Ravens will still want to try to win and knock their their division rivals out, so I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah. But I do really like I've uh, underestimated the Steelers last week is what almost cost me my uh, my fantasy matchup. So Right, right. So that's <laughs> I played I played the Seahawks defense, so Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the that is a very key key thing right now is that the Steelers are just kinda hitting their stride on offense in a surprising way at the yep. right time ultimately. Uh, next up, the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. This is a de facto playoff game. Winner goes home, winner gets into the playoffs, no, nothing else more about this. Matt, who do you have making the playoffs? I have CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans making the playoffs, and I'm guaranteeing the Texans. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, good stuff. Uh, yeah, like you, you, you see the Colts falter a little bit. Uh, the Texans were on a downswing until CJ Stroud came back. Um and I really do think that that much of a difference maker and how well this team has played so far this year, for especially for a team that was projected to be a bottom feeder, I do think that they will rise up to the occasion and, and uh, take over Indy. I think it's going to be hard for them. I mean, the Titans are going to have to win win this that, that game against the Jaguars. 
to get them to the division like I had predicted at the midseason yep. point. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen at this point, but I, I doubted them last week and it came back to bite me. I'm going to get I'm going to I'm going to hang my hand, head in shame and pick the Texans to win this game as well. All right. Cleveland Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals, the Battle of Ohio where you can't have shit <laughs> can't have shit in, no, it's can't have shit in Detroit. What's the Ohio one? Uh, Swag like Ohio. I, 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 I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. Oh, real Ohioans know. Um, sure. All right. Cool. Browns. Uh, Browns riding, still riding off the high that is Joe Flacco. Um, Going to be the number five seed no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, versus the uh, Bengals, who, you know, disappointing season for them, but may still try to take a knock at their uh, at their rivals. Yeah, it, fe- it fell apart for the Bengals down the stretch, which is really a bummer. They could have been mm-hmm. in the thick of this AFC race if things had, uh, if they, I mean, the Steelers demolished them, and then they had it, they were, played it kind of close with the Chiefs. Um, so it, it's a bummer. I, I, I think that the Browns are going to be sending a lot of starters, though. Uh, they really yeah. have nothing to play for. They don't have a bye, so it's okay. It, the idea of sending starters is going to be a lot easier for them. Uh, I think the Bengals will win because of that scenario. I will defer, and I will still pick the Browns. We have uh, uh, completely deferred on the AFC North. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that 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 happens. Uh, yeah. I, I, and look, more the more disagreements, the better. If I want for to, you. yeah. For if I want <laughs> any, yeah. If I want <laughs> any shot at this, uh, right now. Uh, next up, the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. The Vikings are just bottoming out. They they've had a rough few weeks here, and they they are in desperate need of a win to even sniff the playoff picture. And even that, they need a lot of help. Whereas the Lions could still get the two seed, but they also need a lot of help to get there. They're more than likely going to be the three seed. Well, what do you think is going to happen in this game? They're still alive. They want to prove that they should have won last week. I'm picking the Lions. I am going to also pick the Lions. I think this Vikings team is just going to go into the abyss. Yep. Goodbye, goodbye. You are brighter than the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaguars versus the Titans. Pivotal matchup. Jaguars need to basically win this to get into the playoffs. Um, they still can get some help somewhere else. But uh, as we talked about earlier, massive game for them. Who do you think is going to win? I, I, I feel like this was it was the wrong week for me to chaos the Titans. I feel like this feels like it <laughs> just could happen here. That said, I am going to stick with the Jags. I just there is something about the way that Beathard played last week. Yes, it was against the Panthers, and the Panthers are have been a miserable, miserable team this year. We'll we'll talk more about them in a bit. Uh, but the Jaguars did play pretty steady football, and I think they could do it again this week. I'm going to go Jags. All right. What do you think? Uh, I'm also going to pick the Jags. There's also a good chance that Christian Kirk could come back. Yeah. That's which would be huge thing. for Trevor Lawrence um, and really help this this team kind of get back on where they were uh, the first half of the season. There you go. Um, New yeah. York Jets versus New England Patriots. The current longest streak, I believe, 
unless there's another one that I'm forgetting it. I believe the longest streak, winning streak against a divisional opponent is right now the Patriots over the Jets. 15 straight wins for the Patriots. But this is a prime opportunity, a Jets team that has I has been starting Simeon the last few weeks. Uh, you know, things have not been amazing for them, obviously. Uh, and But maybe, just maybe, they could get one nice feel-good win considering that the Jets organization is going to be sticking with Salah and, and crew going into 2024. Will that happen, Matt? So, originally I had this listed as a team cast, and then I looked, and the Patriots are favored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna... You could, you could... I mean, I don't know. You could chaos the Patriots if you want. Okay, it's it's Week 18. You know? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's, 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 lower record. Spreads are weird in Week 18. Like, True. you just see across the board, they're weird, so... Yeah. For record purposes, you could chaos the Patriots. It's okay, fine. I will chaos the New England Patriots. Yeah. I think that Belichick wins his final game as a Patriot. Yeah. And Wait, the Jets are the Jets are duty. If, if, imagine if that is enough to keep. Bill There's Belichick. no way. There's no way, Chris. <laughs> I know everyone's been wanting to to, to just uh, kick the dirt on the uh, on Bill Belichick's reign of the Patriots. But I bet if he goes out and beats the shit out of this Jets team, that he comes back strong on picking the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking the Jets to win this game. So funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I I looked as like the the uh, he's he's like on the betting favorites to like be the Chargers next head coach. Why would they? That would be the dumbest hire, I think. You would want like I, I'm not I I still I do think that Bill Belichick could still be a good head coach. Yeah, but I think that if you were you have a, if you were wanting a shift away from a defensive head coach. You don't hire Bill Belichick, a defensive no. head coach. No. You hire you hire a. I I think I think Ben Johnson's the guy for for Chargers, I, or mm. just or just one of the offensive minds that are out there. Yeah, go go after that. I, I don't I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't think Belichick's the right right call for for the Chargers. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the both of these teams uh are big Panthers fans, but both of them still technically alive for the playoffs. Um. Saints have been like very up and down a lot of the season, hence their eight and eight record. And the Falcons probably maybe should have a higher record if they, you know, use their use their uh, high draft capital. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's so it's so easy. Like I, <laughs> I figured it out, Arthur. Why haven't you yet? <laughs> Who's I, win? I'm picking the Saints here. I I think the Saints showed last week that they have what it takes to win this division. I think the Falcons, I know they beat the Colts a couple weeks ago in a pretty handy fashion, but the Bears took them apart last week, and I think the Saints can do it again. I don't think that this I don't think the Saints are going to be swept by the Falcons. I just think that that would be an absurd concept. So, yeah. I'm going I'm going Saints. Actually, uh no, I I thought that was my guarantee this week, but that 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 would have been a tempting guarantee for sure. Yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? I I I'm making the switch. I'm guaranteeing the Saints over the Falcons. Sweet, because <laughs> uh, I I I, I was wondering why I, I did not guarantee it, but now the more I think about it, I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm guarantee I'm gonna guarantee the Saints. Cool. All right, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Panthers. Tampa Bay can just seal the whole deal and get into the playoffs if they win. Uh, Panthers. 
David Tepper was essentially fined like the 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 regular person's wealth equivalent of like ten dollars for throwing a drink on a fan. Yeah, that was the thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yep. But yeah, yeah. Yep. That happened. <laughs> that sure happened. Everything's going great <laughs> in Carolina. Uh, do uh, do any more drinks get thrown on fans? I I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. Um, I man, I love how David Tepper was like sold to the public as, oh man, look look. He's a different kind of owner. He he's he is totally sane. Guys, he's a liberal. He has to be better than the rest of the He turns <laughs> out to be he's turning out to be one of the worst owners Dan in the Snyder too. He right, he's turning into Dan Schneider too, the the liberal minus Dan the minus the harassment currently. Right, yeah. Like <laughs> right. No, exactly. Like I I don't know what's going on with the Panthers. It sucks. They're in a rough spot. Because they could have been sitting here at the number one overall pick, and yet they don't. The Bears have that have that pick now. Uh, yeah, we do. And that's but that's a bad. Th- th- this is a this is an organization that is gonna take it's gonna take a lot for them to dig out of this hole. I don't know what. Yeah. This is a rough situation. I'm going Buccaneers because of that. I'm also going Buccaneers. Uh, we both believe in the Buccaneers winning the NFC South then. Yep. All right, next up. All right. Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. Bears have been playing really well the last few games. Uh, after an 0-4 start, they've gone 7-5, and which this feels like a 7-5 and team, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah and and I will I will continue to beat this drum because it's very annoying if we don't blow those games. We're 10-6. and yeah. The Bears, I think, are a better team than the, their record is. However, the Packers also have been playing very well recently, minus their defense. Uh, their, Jordan Lund's been playing great. Um, uh, <clears throat> the the young team has really stepped up. Uh, they were able to dismantle the Vikings last week. Who do you think is going to win this matchup? The biggest game of the week, I think. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of big games. I think Texas Colts and Bills Dolphins, Dolphins yeah. are the two biggest that are in prime times, but in terms of the day slate, this is the biggest game, uh, I think. And yep. uh, it would be for the Bears who have really nothing to lose at this point. A Bears team that has the number one overall seed locked up, or pick rather, pick uh, locked up. They they have that draft pick locked up. If they could go out and play super well against the Packers. That's going to open a lot of options for this team going into the offseason. Like the Bears are just positioned to be have a really good offseason potentially. If, if they 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 still have to play their cards right, I mean it's it's not going to just fall in, fall into place for them. But things are looking good, and they can afford a win here. All that said, I hate to do it to you. I'm going to I'd, pick the Packers though, Chris. It's, that's the that's the correct option. Yeah, because like I, that's the obvious. Like, I, I don't want to use the word obvious, but like that's yeah. Yeah, I do, just, yeah, I'm not gonna. Only reason why <laughs> the only reason why is just because I think you do. There has to be something to be said about a team that is playing for a playoff spot and one that is just not uh, at this point. And mm-hmm. I, I also think that the Packers are a much different team than the last time they faced the Bears, and I believe the Packers took care of the Bears. Oh, it was a trouncing. That was week one. So the Packers are a better team than they were back then. 
And so I I just I just think the Packers are going to take care of business. I I am rooting for the Bears though. I think that'd be make for a lot more interesting scenario. Uh, it also will lock in what my hopeful the hopeful playoff a matchup of Rams Lions. I really want Rams Lions as a matchup. Yeah. Not that I, I I want the Lions to succeed. I just think Rams Lions is juicy and it gets a yeah. juicy team no matter what into the divisional round. Uh so but I'm rooting for the Bears, but I'm gonna pick the Packers. I am I'm of course I'm picking the Bears. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, like they they have something to play for. They're not totally out of it yet. Um, and being the ones responsible, like I have, I felt so much elation last year when the Lions knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. And now the Bears are now. Imagine if I could d- feel that with the Bears. Yeah, it's not a guarantee at all. But I am just, I am fascinated to see how well Justin Fields plays mm-hmm. because he's been playing great the last few games, and I'm kind of at the point where, and I, it, it's wild just to like think of like because you know I talk about object object permanence a lot. Yeah. Like, you need to, like, look at trends. You can't just look at, like, what had just happened. Right. Like, but, and I, I see that with, like, week three this season when everyone was chanting for Caleb Williams. Right. And then this week when everyone was chanting Justin Fields' name. Right. I think that with the Bears, I'm getting all my Bears thoughts out, out, out here while we're talking about them. No, absolutely. I, I think that for the, for the Bears, what I want to see is I want to see Justin Fields next year since they are keeping Aberflus. Mm-hmm. Because the shit that's happened so much with the Bears past few seasons is uh, we get a head coaching regime, and then the last year they draft a new quarterback. John Fox drafts Mitch Trubisky in his last year, and they suck. And then they hire Matt Nagy, and Matt Nagy has him for three years. And then he gets fired, and then um, or, and then uh, Trubisky sucks if he goes away, and then uh, they bring in Justin Fields, and then Nagy sucks, so they get rid of him, and now they bring in Aberflus. And the last thing I want to happen is Aberflus's last year to be with a rookie quarterback, and then Aberflus gets gets fired because that's that that just perpetuates the cycle. Right. So just from a like, not a superstitious isn't the right word, but it's the only one that uh, that comes to my mind that we can continue on with the podcast is yeah no yeah um, <laughs> um is that like if Aberflus is coming back, keep Fields get a fresh start if they don't work out next year. Yeah. I And that will totally be okay. My my hope for Bears fans is they get I like they've they're, they've been looking better as of late. I still think that it might be a good idea to explore other offensive coordinator positions like other I agree with that, yes. Yeah, like yes. I think that like Getsy like again, it's been better the last few weeks, but I think that I think it would be good to see a offensive change there. Um that being said, yeah, I'm completely with you. I think the move is you keep Fields and you go after one of the most dynamic receivers in this draft, which is Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr. right now. Like him next to DJ Moore would be an incredible one-two punch for this yep. Bears team to have. Um, I I think that's the right move. And again, like I think the Bear the Bears defense has been playing great. And like and that and that that and that is the thing that I've been trying to say. Like. I think that Eberflus deserves credit on is that like this defense is starting to turn into what he was hoping, which was that Montez sweat trade was huge. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, (laughs) like there's, there, there is something that is like halfway through the season, we felt like this bears team was going nowhere. And finally we are starting to see the vision kind of start to come to fruition. But now in the position that they're in, I think they need to make the right call. And so you're right. Like, I think they, there is room here to fuck it up again. 
but they are absolutely also, they also have a lot of leverage and they're in they're in a much better spot than what i would have thought they would be at this point um thought thinking going back uh earlier in the year so yep there you go uh yeah moving forward the denver broncos at the las vegas raiders again a game that shouldn't matter but you got the jaguars will be wanting this game to go their way if they were to lose uh in the one o'clock time slot so uh the raiders are a team that is potentially looking to keep their interim head coach although things have not things turned south last week for them um Meanwhile, the Broncos did get a win last week, but they were knocked out of the playoffs after what seemed like a final run uh, to close out the year seemed uh, almost seemed to work out, but then fell apart uh, at the seams. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in this game? I don't like these teams. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> I'm, that... I'm going to pick the Raiders. Yeah. But it's because uh, both teams feel like eight and nine teams. So that just feels right to me. It, it, yeah. This is the biggest toss up in the world. Yeah. Um, real quick. Uh, this reminded me to go back and check our barium scenario. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is bad. This is going to uh, be bad. Seven of eight have been eliminated. Okay. Who's the last one? The Packers. The Packers. Of, yeah. Because, of course. Yeah. <laughs> because I strong armed you. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. There's a chance. There's a chance <laughs> that we could get we could go eight for eight here on our, on our barium thing. Come on, bears! And all it takes is the bears, and, and again, maybe and, and some help from everyone else as well. Come on! Uh, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, I am gonna. You, you said Raiders. You're picking. I pick Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I I too am picking the Raiders. All right, Philadelphia Eagles take on the New York Giants. Eagles really been slipping. Um, they lost a game that they really should have won last week. They could have, uh, been in such prime position to take care of business and they are not still can, of course, beat the giants, but they, uh, uh, they need some help from Washington in order to take the division. Will they complete their end of the bargain? I do not i'm team chaosing the giants the close fuck out yes <laughs> of course we both choose our, our teams yeah last not? week i don't know like i'm not like yeah i'm usually not like this but i do think the giants had a what a what a weird year for them one one that i'm gonna remember though one that i feel like despite all the bad had some fun elements to it the devito thing was was fun while it lasted and mm. obviously I was I was hoping that Devito would would continue to play super well. That just it just didn't work out. But no, uh, you know I don't know I I I don't know what the future holds for the Giants. I'm not necessarily optimistic. I feel like this was a step back overall. But my hope is that uh, my hope is that this regime, who I still trust enough, does end up making some right moves. I think part of what they're going to do next week after the the game is. Pretty probably get rid of wink marindale which is a shame but uh it does seem like there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's friction in that coaching staff there um and then we'll see i i just know that they're gonna roll with daniel jones going into next year and I, i'm just very skeptical to see if that's gonna really work out for them but 
We'll see. I, 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 maybe, maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe they'll actually put some, some weapons around them or continue to put more weapons around them. Cause you know, it, it did seem like that was the case already, but yeah. Uh, but, and then get a defensive coordinator that could use the talent that's on this team too, the best they can see what happens. Giants are boring. Right. Giants, the Giants are going into this offseason as one of the more boring teams. I'm just like, I, I don't know. Bears, I think I have a lot more fascinating things to say uh, about them, about what all the decisions they're going to make. So there you go. Uh, what, who are you picking in this game? <laughs> I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah. I'd <laughs> the all right, cool. All right. Uh, you're up next. I am up next. Okay. You the, just talked a lot. but I, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, so did I and the Bears. Seahawks. At the Cardinals, a game that the Seahawks absolutely need. They lose this game, they're out. Uh, they win this game, they still need the Packers to lose to the Bears uh, to get into the playoffs. What do you think is going to happen here, Matt? Seahawks have been really shaky, and the Cardinals have shown their ability to play close as well. Um, but I still, I, I think the Seahawks still have a slight edge, so I'm going to pick them. I going to defer. I feel okay. like this defense has fallen apart completely for the Seahawks. It's been really yeah. bad down the stretch. Um, I think that the Cardinals have what it takes to uh, kind of take care of business here. Uh, and I, I think that there is a lot of positive that you can take out of the season, despite how it ended up going for the Cardinals, where... I think all of us expected them to be the worst team in the league. Turns out they weren't, but they're still near the bottom of the league. Uh, they they also have a very interesting decision when it comes to Kyler Murray. And I think he's shown in the last few weeks that he can play very well, that he can be a franchise quarterback. And I wonder if Kyler Murray is going to be the one that's going to be on the trade block or if he, they're going to want to keep on moving forward with him. I did, I did see reports saying that they want to stay with him. Yeah, so if that's the case... Then they have to build a better team around him, and they this is a new new team, so they they're very early on in terms of that that process. So we'll see what happens, but yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Cardinals. All right, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers. This game doesn't matter, and there will be two backup quarterbacks playing. Let's move on <laughs> as soon as we pick. Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs too. Uh, we will see their downfall in the postseason. I I hope. <laughs> Next up, the Rams at the 49ers. Uh, this is a big-time game for the Rams. Nuts! They did clinch a playoff berth. They're in. They're safe. But it would be nice to at least get a sixth seed uh, yep. to face a Lions team rather than get a seventh seed to have to face the Cowboys. Uh, although you might although want, they might want to face the Eagles. They might want to face the Eagles if <laughs> yeah. the Eagles somehow <laughs> stumble into that two seed, right? Uh, but regardless... Uh, there's a chance though that they might sit starters. I think the 49ers are probably going to sit at least some stars. I would imagine McCaffrey has to sit considering he has, he's injury. already, he's sitting for sure. Yeah. Like, like, he, he, yeah. Considering that he's, he's has an injury that he's dealing with. He should not play in this game. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I will still pick the 49ers. Okay. I'm going to pick the Rams and that is going to make it seven disagreements. I love it. I, you we, can totally, you can totally still I win. I can still, yeah. Like, well, it would take, it would take me having to sweep, but right. It's still, yeah. It is still, there is still an option here, uh, for me. Wow. All right. Well, now we have, <laughs> we still have two more games. So let's see. Yep. What happens? What What's the next game? 
Dallas Cowboys versus the Washington Commanders. Uh, Cowboys want to uh, want to uh, uh, lock up that uh, that that two seed and that division win, uh, and they totally can against this very floundering Commanders team. I bet that Rivera's done with this season. Yeah, after the season, sure. um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, go Cowboys. Cowboys. Commanders. I will take the Cowboys as well. And finally. Sunday night football, the Bills at Dolphins, winner takes the division, loser goes to the wild card, or falls out of the playoffs if you're the Bills uh, in this scenario. Who do you have winning this football game, Matt? This is monumental. This, I'm, I'm, this is the best possible game for them to have done. Mm-hmm. Sunday night, especially with the stakes for the Bills of if the Steelers and Jaguars both win. That they could be out. Yeah, 100%. Um, that said, I think that the Bills will still win this game. The Dolphins have been on fraud watch for me for a while, and the Bills have put stuff, uh, put a lot of stuff together. Um, and I think the, 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 the fraud meter has been passed on from the Bills to the Dolphins. And I still love the Dolphins a lot. I still love Mike McDaniel. But you see the, you see the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I think that the Bills are going to surprise everybody and take care of business, which week three, week four, nobody would have thought. It it was by, like, mid-season, it felt like there was not a chance that the Bills make the division. Make, right. Or make, make the, the playoffs. playoffs, rather. Yeah. And now they could get be the two seed, and I'm with you. I think that the Bills are going to be the two seed in this in this playoffs, which is just insane. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picking the Bills. I think they take care of business. They the Bills have had the Dolphins number. The Dolphins did beat them earlier this year, but the Bills have in many many times over have had uh, taken care of the Bills for years to come. And I feel like the Bills are back to that level of like, oh no, we are we are clearly been a more consistent team than the Dolphins yeah. over the last few years, and we we're we're gonna prove that once again. So I'm going. I'm gonna take the Bills. Cool. Oh. Uh, that w- oh never mind. That was originally going to be my guarantee, and then um, you changed it. I changed yeah. it to the Saints. I feel maybe feel a little bit better about the Saints. <laughs> okay, <laughs> about, about the Saints guarantee uh, yeah. compared to the Bills. Um, but there you go. And with that, seven disagreements. Uh, for this week, which yeah, I thought I thought I was gonna maybe have to do a little bit of like gymnastics, like just just for showmanship. <laughs> To maybe yeah. maybe get get to that point, but it just turns out the way, especially how this season has gone for us, we've had lots of different disagreements every single week, and this is I think by far the most we've had. Uh, Steelers, Ravens. I picked Steelers. Matt picked Ravens. Browns, Bengals. Matt picked Browns. I picked Bengals. Jets, Patriots. I picked Jets. Matt picked Patriots. Bears, Packers. Matt picked Bears. I picked Packers. Eagles, Giants. Matt picked Eagles. I picked Giants. Seahawks, Cardinals. I uh, I picked the Cardinals. Matt picked the Seahawks. And Rams, 49ers. I picked the Rams. Matt picked the 49ers. Holy shit. Uh, now I actually, I'm actually curious with how that plays out. Uh, I, I'm going to stall for, t- I know, I know you want to get out, out of here very <laughs> soon. Uh, so I know for me for the NFC that would make my NFC teams it would go uh, 49ers on top Dal- uh, and then it would be Dallas versus Seattle mm-hmm. uh, and then Lions versus Rams 
and then Eagles versus uh, Tampa. Got and it. then my AFC should be Ravens on top, uh, Bills versus my seven would be Houston. Bills, Houston. And then Chiefs, Dolphins, and then Jaguars, uh, Browns. Yeah. My my AFC would be Texans at Bills, Dolphins at Chiefs, Browns at Jaguars. Same. Okay, so same. And then NFC, Packers at Cowboys, yep. Rams at Lions, Eagles at Bucks. So, so our only difference is you have the Packers in, I have the Seahawks in. Right. Yeah. So yep. There, there you go. Uh, Which, if any team will take down the Packers, I will. I will bet that the Cowboys take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I well, I love a good Packers Cowboys playoff game because those usually <laughs> have been very good over the years. True. And, uh, the they, I believe the Cowboys have won the last two of them, or at least the last last one I think I remember was the Cowboys beating the Packers. I think. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Maybe the other. I don't know. Well, who cares? Uh, it's usually the Packers who win. Never mind. Yeah. Because the Cowboys it. don't win playoff games unless it's against the Buccaneers. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. We are all set for week 18. Yeah, this was a long ass podcast. Yeah. Yep. Good call by me on the not doing VBFO because that, that, that would have been uh, way too long. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in, and I hope you all enjoyed the regular season with us. It's been a blast. Next week is our first playoff episode. It's going to be super exciting as we narrow down the field from 32 to 14. Uh, it's going to be really nice. And also we'll have a lot of news, I'm sure, a lot of, a lot of firings, a lot of changing of, of things going on. So we'll have all that next week. And until then, thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Good night and good ball.